Oh, hello again. This is Texas Steampunk Connection, and we're here to try to talk steampunk. <laughs> Basically, what do you do in a pandemic for steampunk? We might be able to give you some things to do or read. And once again, I am Flavio. I have Fax and Jack with me as always. I'm Jack. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. We're all a little laggy today, it seems like. Oh. No worries. I had some stuff I had to wait for before I can go before I can get started. So we were all running behind schedule, but we weren't that far behind. Only five minutes or so. No big deal. Well, we haven't had any uh, so, opportunity for people to jump on the on the stream. So we're we're still talking to ourselves. This is true. But you will see yes, us. This is true. But yeah, uh, this is also being recorded for the. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> See, I'll let you do each it. other. We're so professional. No, I mean we we'll record we record for an actual audio podcast, so you know we can we can be talking to those people as well. We don't have to be talking to people online with us right yeah. now live, which is always nice to have. Oh, but we do have one person already. Don't know who it is though. Say hello if you, if you want to. By all means, comment. Uh, we will see your comments. Comment. And we will talk to you. And as so, usual, uh, well, as as we as we come as as has become a tradition. After four or five episodes, we start off with what we're drinking. I am again drinking the same I was drinking last time, the French Quarter Temperous Imperial Milk Stout. It's oh. really good. I'm liking it. Oh, um, Rita. It's a nice dark beer like I like. I like the dark beers, as you can tell. <laughs> what are you drinking, Fax? I am drinking from Sierra Blanca Brewing Company in Moriarty, New Mexico. This was hand delivered to me by a friend of mine, uh, Ama, Del Ve De La Vega's Pecan Beer. Um, you would like it, Flavio. It is pecan beer. Pecan beer. That is the oh, entire that description. It's it's not it's Ooh, not a porter or stout, but it has a really strong sweet pecan flavor. It's it's a little that dessert. Good. It's a, kind of a dessert beer. Um, but it's not it's not super heavy. It's not like Sounds super like a good sweet, one. But it's it's really nice. I don't think you can buy it here. Um, like I said, a friend was was in New Mexico and she picked these up for us. Um, and they a good are friend. Many friends like that. <laughs> How about you, Jack? Hey, you guys I would love drink it tonight? if someone could bring me some beer. Oh yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> as you said earlier, what's your drink? And I'm like, oh crap! I didn't grab anything on the way home from the store. Tap so. water. I'm back to this. Like I'm not having a horrible time. Okay. With it. It's one of those days. Captain Morgan. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Private some rum. One of the best little shot glasses. Gar -har. Nice. I see anything wrong with that? Not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah. As, as I was saying, I mean, it, we're... Mm. <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking, Rita? <laughs> so. As I was saying, you know, it's quarantine times. It's it's social distancing times, so there's not a lot of actual steampunk going on for live people. Um, so what what do you do at home for steampunk? Me, I read a lot, watch TV a lot, movies and such. Which is what what else can you do when you're stuck at home, right? Yeah, I mean, and and we all have our we and I've been I've been challenging everybody to come up with a couple at least one steampunk thing. <laughs> She's drinking water. Nothing wrong with water. Keep hydrated. Keep hydrated. It's hot outside. <laughs> hydrogen monoxide, man. There's a lot of tests on that. <laughs> right? Oh, man. I need a drink. 
Beer's made with water, so that's that's almost the same, right? I mean, and this right here is distilled water, so. So there you go. <laughs> uh, main ingredient. Well, back in the old days, back in the old days, it was it was bad to drink. The the water wasn't clean, so you had to drink like beer or something because mm -hmm. it was just safer that way. You know, duck pooped in it. <laughs> exactly. Don't drink the water. Fish have sex in it. <laughs> Oh, poor Flavio. You were, you were doing I'm okay. Your, There's nothing wrong with that. Killed you. <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I needed a laugh. I needed a laugh. They also pee in it, too. Um, and have sex in it. Or do they? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they do. It's complicated. Let's move on beyond fish. I've been messing with fish all day. So I'm, I'm fished out. Oh, Okay. I lost track of time. Okay, I was. Okay, I, so I, I, I am, of course, I'm an avid graphic novel reader as well as just actual novel reader. But today, I have some graphic novels that I that I oh feel fall into the right category. They're not that graphic, <laughs> although one of them is kind of <laughs> in a bloody kind of way. But not this one. The first one I'm going to introduce is uh, written. It's called "The Fearsome Doctor Fang." Dun, dun, dun. Written by a gentleman named. I'm going to. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to get the name wrong. Um, it's. Zichun, 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 yeah, maybe Zichun. Mm. Yes, he also wrote the other one I'm about to that I'm going to talk about called The Seven Deadly Sins. He's the Ooh. same writer for this one. So this one, this the fearsome Doctor Fang, nothing to fear but Fang himself. When an occult artifact is stolen by dashing mastermind of fearsome Doctor Fang, San Francisco cop Nayland Kelly and treasure hunter. Elise LaCroix traveled to China to recover the item and bring Fang to justice. But when our heroes discover Fang is not a criminal law, but an undercover agent working to keep the artifact safe, the trio must join forces to stop the true evil awakening by an ancient power. So essentially, it's kind of a Batman, Green Hornet mix, kind of. The cover <laughs> looks uh, like it's, it was like a novel from the 40s, you know? It's great. It's sort of, I love exactly. It. Uh, worn yeah. out and it's, it's, it's essentially in that time out. period make it old <laughs> or it's already old you get what time but yeah it's, it's, it's basically a nice pulp adventure where they go and try to save the world from a true evil or ancient power <laughs> dr fang is kind of a batman green hornet mix and if you don't know green hornet green hornet is a he was a superhero who pretended to be a, um, a villain he was really so, tiny. So in order to infiltrate, <laughs> in order to infiltrate the gangs, you know, the villain gangs and stuff like that, take them down from the inside, kind of thing. And you know, everyone, if you don't know who Batman is, I don't have time to explain that to you. <laughs> Batman's right. Batman. We don't want you as friends. No. <laughs> oh come on. Although Batman, Batman does have a. Batman anyway. Um, if you're a, a well, fan of, uh, like if you're a fan of uh, Bruce Lee, the Green yeah. Hornet TV show is where he got his. His sort of entrance into American television is as it? the sidekick for the Green Hornet, oh. mm -hmm. and they Cato. sort of, yeah, they wrote him in as sort of the goofy Cato character. But then when Bruce Lee would get get a scene, he would just you know clobber all the other the guys who was fighting, <laughs> blow everyone away, and it was like, wow, this is the Cato show now. <laughs> I, I, I think they didn't keep him for very long because he was too good for that role. Right. 
I, I'm not sure though. You'd need to look into it. But just for that Green Hornet, right. I heard knowing about. <laughs> I heard I heard rumors that Bruce Lee was supposed to be the the lead in um the the, the TV show Kung Fu with Dean. Yeah. I think Dean Kane was the guy who the guy who just walked the earth, you know, like Kung Fu. You know, he, I think he was supposed Even to be lead show, for that, but then he he was that show. Hey, that he guy's was, not Chinese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bruce Lee was too Chinese for the movie or for the TV show because back then people were oh wait people still are but anyway <laughs> racist but that's besides the point. It would have been a way cooler show if Bruce Lee. It would have been. been. He would have really kicked some ass. Yeah, that'd been yeah. I mean, quite literally, just straight up. The world is lesser because yeah, this book. Yeah, because like, this book is straight up adventure pulp, um, and, and with like I said, with the with the with fancy gadgets from the from the Doctor Fang Doctor Fang guy, and you know, and there's a you know intrepid group of heroes, you know, kind of reminded me a little bit of the the old t the old movie The Mummy with um Brendan Fraser. I love that one. <laughs> That's a great kind of like that. Kind of yeah, pulp, pulp fiction, kind of like that. It's like I, mean, I, I don't know. To me, I, sometimes I get my Pulp Fiction and my Steampunk kind of mixed together. You know, you got the Pulp Fiction and my Steampunk, and my Steampunk and your Pulp Fiction. Because <laughs> I like Pulp. It works and, well, like with the nightmare realities. You get in that area where it's just kind of you know alternate reality, and you have that mm -hmm. dark Pulp Fiction vibe, and it's just like, all right, let's just you know work that in with some technology that's obviously Steampunk. So no, well, there's you. a small difference between pulp, like Pulp Fiction, the the gritty crime kind of Pulp Fiction, but there's also like Pulp Adventure, which is like the Rocketeer. Um, so you're, you're talking about like you know, Indian and stuff like that, you know. style, right? Um, yeah, explain. Um, it. <laughs> we need. We well, need there's two different types. There's a noir mystery style pulp, and but there's the the adventure, like the Mummy, you know, and the Rocketeer. Mm -hmm. and in fact, it, heck, Indiana Jones practically is pulp, you know, which and some people oh, argue Indiana really? Jones is diesel punk. <laughs> I, I am so totally you know, I think, an Indiana Jones fan. The yeah, I, I, you know, people have people have come, people have stated that Indiana Jones falls under steampunk. I mean, not steampunk, diesel punk, mm -hmm. because of the, the Nazis and all that kind of stuff as well. You know, the, the you have just enough magic in there to give it that little exactly red of awesome. It, exactly, um, and that's well, that's how the, the fearsome Doctor Fang. There's there's just enough of the mysterious magic kind of stuff in here, and the, and the gadgets and stuff as well. So. You know, where does and one I, go to get such a book? You can go to, this is from a company called TKO Studios. They have a website. Um, I'll put a link up for it. And TKO Studios does Dr. Fang. And they also do this one, The Seven Deadly Sins, which is the other one written by the same gentleman, Zichun. Zichun. Uh, I pronounced the name wrong. This one's more Wild um, Weird West. And the main thing about this one, okay, Seven Deadly Sins, One Deadly Mission. 1867, Texas, a group of death row criminals is recruited by a priest for a suicide mission into Comanchera. Led by an outlaw with a bloody past, this, this deadly crew embarks on an action-packed adventure in this bold now vision of the American West, bold new vision of the American West. This one, very bloody, very oh, violent, I mean, very bloody. Yes. <laughs> um, there, I mean, it, but there's... I'm not sure how weird West it is, but it was very definitely a Western and, but there was, it's just, it was just, it was really, really well. But like I said, very, very bloody and violent. Just a train wreck <laughs> of blood and gore. Yeah. It's all very Quentin Carantino-esque, I think. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I might have to get my hands on that in one. That, in that respect. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, there's, you know, like one of the, one of the, 
one of the crim one of the criminals is a uh, basically a cannibal, <laughs> um, representing gluttony. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, but most of, all the criminals represented some kind of sin, essentially. <laughs> and but yeah, this was a harder read. I'm not sure how exact. You know, well, it was definitely Wild West, uh, Weird West, maybe. But there wasn't there, was, there wasn't a whole lot of magic or anything in there. But I still really. You know, it's in the right time period, and you know, just a, the idea of criminals going on a suicide mission. Just, you know, I liked it. <laughs> you like Quentin Tarantino movies? You'll like this. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I have to say about this one. Um, the TKO Studios—they write a bunch of others. They have a bunch of other graphic novels that aren't that are not anywhere near steampunk, but they have really good. Like one of them, um, it's a science fiction one, and it's it's uh, been nominated for some kind of um, award. I forget which one it is. It's written by a gentleman named Jeff Lemire who writes a lot of comics. Um, so, TKS Studios is a good good studio or good comic book st studio coming up. Interesting. Um, I don't really have anything else to add to these, <laughs> unless you know. Um, how, who's next? Who wants to take a next step, guys? Do you want Dax, me, you? Whatever you want to do. Put the coin. Ready. All right. Dax. Right. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. Where do we start here? Um, you said you had all kinds of stuff to show us. Steampunk for for very long at all is uh, familiar with the the uh, the 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 term. Glue some gears on it. And call it steampunk. Right? Here's the song. Uh, I find it very contentious. I think you could make an argument for it um, that you could slap gears on anything and make it steampunk. You can. Um, my 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 general argument for that is basically it's not that it's, it has to be functional. It's more of a like putting on earrings or a ring. I agree. Know, a decoration. It's, you know, the gear I is part of the steampunk it. aesthetic. Yeah, I would prefer it to be functional. But if you haven't gotten that far yet, but, yeah. we don't mind the aesthetic. Jack, yeah. I am glad you said that because that is exactly where I'm going. What do we awesome. do with all of these gears? Instead of just gluing them onto things, which I'm not against. But you, <laughs> you know, make credit, you make some fun credit. That that work that actually use the gears. Um, and so tonight I'm going to talk about and introduce you to. Uh, some sources that you can learn about automata or automatons and how to build them. Dun, dun, dun. I love it. Does that sound fun? It does um, sound fun. So I was yes, first, yes, it was first brought to my attention. Certainly, this isn't the, the only place you could be uh, introduced to uh, automata. But uh, I'm going to start sharing my screen here, see if this works. Chrome has a bug that can cause uh, whatever. Good. Stop yes. reading your your, your your audio share. All the ads. Don't read the ads. You'll you run into stuff that's problematic. Entire screen. Share. 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 Okay, this isn't working for me. Share. Click. Oh, that's weird. It worked before. You, you shared your screen before. It's just a matter of <laughs> mm. what to. I see it. I see it on my end. Let me add to stream here. Okay. Here go. Oh, streamception. This all started for me with a TV show that came out in 2015-ish uh, called Steampunked. You may or may not have seen it. Mm -hmm. 
it was a terrible program and this is not a recommendation. <laughs> um, hey, agreed. I, yeah, it's it was it was bad, but I really liked all the people they had on there. Agreed. The problem is, yes, they had amazing talent among the contestants you see here. Just amazing people terribly. who know how to build amazing things uh, individually or together, and they put them in this this meat grinder of a program where they were expected to to create these fantastic works you had a nothing in no time and they were uh it, it was horrible it, yeah. it was painful to watch but all the people in it agreed fantastic i just hated the fact that you'd stick a seamstress in and you're like all right now you have to decorate this room that's not their that's not their strong point you're like Ugh. right it's like like that one like guy when they asked him to do something go on go ahead i'm sorry oh. i interrupted you Oh, it was like it was like they took it's like they took this like this old house. Now we're just going to throw people at it that like steampunk to see what we can come up with, and we're going to make it a game show. And it was just rough we're on the. We're going to make them fight with each other. Yeah, like we're now competing and make drama. Yeah. Don't that don't like these skills don't cross over into these genres, and now they're competing for a prize. It just like it hurt to see it. It was. But yeah, what, bugged, what bugged me was that one that one guy, he, you know, they asked him to do something and he actually said, look, I don't know how to do this. This is not yeah. I've never done this before. I do this. This is my skill over here. But they still made him do what they were telling him to do. And sure enough, he got eliminated that time because he didn't do a good job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and the crazy. whole idea of eliminating people with skills and putting them in the wrong place does not really fit steampunk to me. I agree. Right. I agree. But that's not what I want to talk about. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, we, we it's OK. <laughs> um, we're giving you background, but uh, I want to concentrate on this girl right here over in the corner. Okay. Uh, her name is uh, Avi Rose. And what, uh, what, what got my attention the first few episodes as people are being introduced, one of her signature talents was to make Automata. And they're on her own website where she has made. I'm not going to play the sound. I'm just going to. As you oh, can see, gorgeous. turning a crank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And these, and and something is moving or or is animated through yeah, gears cool and gigaws underneath the table. And now for the for the future, people listening to this and not watching, we'll, we will post a, a, a post a link to this. Oh, yes. I'm going to give you links. But abbyroseart.com is her website. You can see her her stuff. She also does a lot of uh, uh, taxidermy, which is not my uh, cup of tea. But if that's what you're into, <laughs> that, you're not into the macabre. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is over here going, ew, why'd you say it that way? I'm like, I, I like uh, <laughs> success. So, uh, yeah, yeah, she sort of introduced me. I'm like, well, where can I find out more about that stuff? Where can I learn how to do that myself? And there are lots oh. of places. You can go to Pinterest and see a lot of uh, inspiration. Uh, you can go to YouTube and find a lot of inspiration, other people who have made things. But it didn't show me the step-by-step, -step, you know, how the mechanisms work, how I can recreate them, and, you know, presented it in, in a teaching format until this week when I found this Korean YouTube channel. What? 
Oh, okay. Automata Korean Design Center. <gasps> All right. And uh, I'm just going to go to the videos here. And it's got lots of stuff they've made, but also it, it's got videos on just the simple mechanics that create motion. And they've oh, that's got very helpful, yeah. you know, designs and, and you can see just the, the small pieces, the little pieces that they've put together to create bigger things, um, which is awesome. I mean, they've got, you know, how horses move and then they've gone into the video on how they've sort of created a similar movement that you can mm. add together to create a moving horse. Just as one example. Nice. And there's just tons wow, of, yeah. of these. So this is what are we you gonna to are you gonna build one of those? Years. Um, you know, uh, maybe. I love it. Uh, awesome. The opportunity is there, uh, and this knowing these things gives you uh, insight into how to build robots, uh, puppetry. Yeah, you know, you can nice. add engines to them rather than hand cranks. Um, nice. All kinds of of nifty stuff. This is sort of this seemed like the key to getting into those things. And there's there's just lots and lots of videos here where they de deconstruct what has been built, uh, so you wow. can get get some knowledge into how to do this. Also, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw this in there while you're going off on this. Mm -hmm. Um Lego, actually, there's a big group of people who are doing this with Legos right now with the whole technic, uh, the technic pieces. Fun. And they're getting really, really nuts with it, too. So I've actually seen a couple of those, and you just, like, got me back into, like, I got to pull my stuff out now and just ruin a room. <laughs> what can you do with your Legos? Yeah, because I got a <laughs> crap ton of them. Lego is a fantastic uh, resource for getting those gears and moving parts. Mm -hmm. and It's just mm -hmm. a vast array of different pieces that you can build, but they are a little expensive. Yes. And, and it might feel so a little Legos. daunting. Uh, so where else can you get uh, gears and, you know, simple movements like these? Well, children's toys. Oh, yes, we got those. <laughs> nice. Little, you know, baby stuff. They've got the plates that yeah, they're the on, and they've got gears and gigas. And they go around corners. And to start with, that's perfect. Costs very little. That's brilliant. <laughs> from China on AliExpress. Um, it'll take you almost a month to get it, but. Uh, so so it not, you can't do it if you're in a hurry. Well, well you can true. get these actually at science stores in the US, but they're a lot more expensive. Yeah, like that, that's like 45% off right there because it, you know, we're. The issue at hand that's reasoning we can't meet at a bar right now. But, uh, <laughs> and the ugly colors there, I mean, a little rattle can spray paint and you're good to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, and from there, you know, AliExpress has knockoff Legos. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, eBay as well. You can find Legos all over eBay where people are like selling them out of selling their kids legos if they went to college for like a hundred dollars for a literal sterilite container full yeah, yeah i've seen and them at half price books i've seen them at goodwill yeah yeah so 
No, that's a cool idea. I never thought about that. Or there's a wooden modeling uh, place Ooh. that makes the automata as building kits for, for you to put together. All the now we're talking my language. Made, <laughs> and you can just buy them. We're not being sponsored by them. I'm not even bringing this up to, to sell them, but they are there. I am more interested for this site because they offer, let me see if I can find it, the instructions on how to make all of their kits, even if you don't buy oh, them. Oh, nice. So like carve the wood, yeah. You, oh, interesting. You could just see what these things are and their full um, layouts, what the pieces look like, how to put them together. Wow. Now you would have to build these these individual pieces yourself if you have a CNC right. machine or a friend who doesn't mind being bothered constantly by you. That's an <laughs> option, I suppose. But oh, that's cool. I, they're very transparent in that this is their stuff. This is how to put it together. Even if you didn't want to build this thing, you just wanted to sort of wrap your brain around what it's doing. That is certainly available. Now there's yeah, a that, that's really cool. Huh. I kind of, that is impressive. And that's basically my, <laughs> that's my report for the week. <laughs> I, wonder, um, I wonder how much of those cost. I'll have to uh, look those up. Are we going to be shooting around the room, room again on the screen? Woo, there we go. I don't know. I'm just playing with it. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Nah, I right. hit the wrong button. Let's wow. So I didn't even price these. Oh, you got yeah, something else to share? Oh, you're looking at twenty to thirty dollars. That is not bad at all. Not bad at all for a kit. Yeah, that's pretty good. This is the one I pulled up. But now, I like the remember when in the at the the Las Vegas convention we went to. Remember there, there was somebody who was selling like light switches that you can put over your light switches and it looked kind of like a big thing those are pretty cool friend like me in one of those and it's like it's a big gear set looks like something you'd throw to like electrocute you know the, the <laughs> exactly those are pretty fun and it was 3d printed but it looks like you know, it's got actually got a wood handle and it looks like it's metal and it just so yeah, yeah. you use that for your light switches those, those are pretty cool they had a number okay so uh in the <laughs> you're welcome rita <laughs> That's a nice Christmas shopping. Yeah, thank you for the Christmas shopping idea. I can I can uh, drop uh, bookmarks or uh, links. Yeah, drop the right drop the links on the Facebook page. Mm -hmm. yeah, Straight yeah. to comments. Therefore, we don't have to really do a whole lot with the the linking issue. Yeah, how do I drop a comment in here? That's right, because these comments go underneath our, our yeah on Facebook. Yeah, you so, gotta yeah, go to you put Facebook it here. And actually, like click it. I don't have a comment space to put it in. Well, I'll put it in at the end of the show. I will put, I'll put okay. everything in at the end of the show. Uh, so, yeah, you're not going to miss anything. Uh, I don't want to slow everything down because I can't figure stuff out. But <laughs> no worries. And I think it's uh, Jack's, Jack's turn. So, Jack, what do you have? For, what Did you do your homework, Jack? I did do my homework. <laughs> you get uh, I was actually contacted a couple weeks ago by a company who was needing some help writing or making sure that their lore was steampunk for one of their games mm. that they're currently working on. And so ah. I am 
but they they for 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 thanking me, they sent me their current game that they just released due to the fact that COVID's happening, everything like that. They built they made this very easy for parents. Build your own board game adventure game edition. And basically what it is, is how to be a DM for your children. And it is literally step-by-step oh step process by Endeavor Apostrophe is the company's name. And so, I mean, it is literally step-by-step. Step, and I wanted to at least go with the, the out, uh, let's see here, the core system, kind of read over it a little bit. This is a diverse game development system designed by Designed for versatility and ease of use, this book will go with the core format for the Build Your Own Board Game Adventure Game Edition that is coming. Our addition is to provide a simple method to develop your own games with your family and friends to enjoy. At the same time, we built in flexibility, so when any game gets stale or overplayed, you just switch it up and build something new. And I've been reading it. It is it is really, you know, it, they give an example. They actually have an example story you can follow so that you can go through it. And it is it, it's for children but i'm looking at it as like a future dm going this is actually great because it tells you when you need to have like points of contention and how to deal with people if they change the narrative and get back on and depending if you're doing like a, a, a on rails story how to get back on rails or if you don't want to have rails how to go around still getting your your story told and i love it i'm going to try it out um yeah so. Well, if it works for children, it'll definitely work for a lot of gamers because a lot of gamers don't stick to the plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, true. I've always found <laughs> the idea of GMing so daunting because I, I don't feel like I have the tools that you were describing there. I have no idea how to how to manage players and lay out a story and have enough in my head to deal with when they go off on a tangent. Because they always do. Stick to the story. Where are you going for the story? <laughs> I mean, I make uh, some people will say I make an excellent NPC, and I do because my job is literally to antagonize the main characters, and I, I love that. That's so much fun. But to actually like go through with a story all the way to the end is something that I every time I have someone who's willing to DM, I'm willing to sit there and do it. And my wife over here is is smiling at me and sticking your tongue out at me because we recently had to do that for a year and a half and uh, we get it. I get it completely, but I was very happy that they came, they came out and started asking me questions because it does sound like it is going to be a fantastic steampunk game and they're going to keep me up, you know, keep me up with it in the future. So more on that as it comes. You're, you're a consultant. Consultant. <laughs> steampunk now. Are they making a, a steampunk RPG? Or a it's going to be a board game. support tool. It's going to be a board game with its own universe. And so you'll be able to bring in, like, obviously I was explaining the whole multiverse idea of steampunk to them. And they're like, whoa, this is a lot more than we were expecting. Where did this all come from? And like, what's because you go to like a decade worth of conventions and you talk to, you know, a couple thousand steampunks and you get every unique story. There's no way to make a steampunk game that's just solely everyone could agree on steampunk. And so a lot of the theories they had, I'm like, all right, you can do it. That's yours. It's fine. But make it where you people can build their own. And so they're quickly sitting here changing up everything that they can to kind of allow for that. And they're like, we had this idea of like crystal dust. And I'm like, that's cool. It could be considered ether. I'm like, wait, what? I thought ether was a gas. Like, Not necessarily. Ether's uh, whatever you need it to be. 
it's whatever you need it to be. Exactly. Thank God for the whatever device. But uh, so <laughs> like they're fantastic to get this information, and I'm looking forward to this board game. It's going to be enough simple that it can be how, how to explain it. It's simple for the people who want it to be simple, and it can be hardcore for the people who want it to be hardcore. And so makes sense. It, it seems like a very versatile system to bring in. And I'm looking forward to it. So I'll more information on that as it comes. That's I'm obviously under some things I can't talk about, but uh, right. Like we, we so. also, we, we all, we signed a disclosure agreement. We were supposed to be, we were asked to talk about steampunk with somebody else mm -hmm. on a TV show, but we can't talk about it. And we weren't as, we weren't going to be as useful as he wanted us to be <laughs> because yeah. he wanted more gadgets and, and can you ship your gadgets? And, yeah. No, no, I am the gadget. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to put myself in a box and ship myself to Hollywood. Just, just tell me when and tell me what the potions needs to be. Well, actually, it's filmed here in. It was going to be filmed here in Austin. Oh, you know, what, oh, I didn't know that. I mean, can we actually be honest? Yeah, it was going to be here in Austin. Gadget then, because that was. I'd be, I'd be okay with like taking my gadget home after, after you know. <laughs> I, You'll have to talk to him. You have his. You have his contact. I do. Info. I do. But so, Jack, about this book, um, do they have other? Uh, products published that we can look at to get an Not idea just yet. they no. are producing more stuff right now uh they are very new they've been kind of they had a whole bunch of stuff on the back burner and then they couldn't get out of their house and so now they're they've got it going and they were like this is currently selling in kindle unlimited and so you can get it i think very cheap on kindle unlimited if you wanted to get it there or He's looking, or they're doing more of uh, the hardbacks for selling on Amazon shortly as well. These are currently, I have a first edition right here, so it's mine. You can't have it. And uh, <laughs> do they need a printing company? I can recommend. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to them for sure. But uh, yeah. And if I, I, I would love to get the creator on here later, the mastermind of the whole thing. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, That'd yeah, be cool. So, yeah. For future. If first season, listening. we had the first season of Steam, Texas Steampunk Connection. We had some some creators of Tefra um, and a couple of other RPGs. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, uh, Steve Metz, who has published yeah. just lots of stuff now. Um, right. We're, we're actually on one of the, we're on the back cover of one of his books. <laughs> 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 all right but yeah um, that, that sounds really cool so you you are you are consulting on a steampunk game that's awesome that's that pretty cool <laughs> how did they find you are they like close friends of yours already or um i do know them i do know them and they're like you're into this steampunk stuff right like <laughs> Just a little bit, I think. Just yeah, only a month. It's only a monthly subscription service. That's all. I, just, I, own, I own my own business that runs in the steampunk world. I guess I say I know some stuff. Yeah. So. But, yeah, I don't yeah you should. You, I mean, that that sh that should make you our steampunk expert, or at least you know. Well, I'm a on what is steampunk? On steampunk. Oh, not paid. I haven't been paid. I mean, I've been given gifts for consulting. So I guess I'm paid. And I mean, well, since you ship something steampunk monthly, then you, you know, like. 
you, you'll know the like the music and oh, other things you know. that way yeah yeah so I, I do have a subscriptions chest that does bring out steampunk to people's homes so and it's what i consider steampunk it's yeah. what x considers steampunk and then like i look through and see what other people think is cool and i'll look consider seeking how figuring to get it in the box so there's a lot of things that go into that too right yeah yeah because when we when we first started this podcast Dax and i we came up with the three things that need to be or three things to consider for it to be steampunk, and you should have at least two out of the three. And I don't remember what they were. I think was a time period appropriate. Um, it, it had was to have a, a Victorian uh, aesthetic. Had to, mm -hmm. you know, sort of be Victorian. It had to be anti-establishment because it's punk, or right? Punk. <laughs> uh, either you yep. know, fighting against the system or or breaking the norms or something. And it had to have some kind of weird gadgets, right? Okay. So two and, and or and it had to at least at least, at least two out gadgets. of those three things. But if you get two out of three, you're pr you're pretty pretty steampunk. So we're looking at like Victorian Britain okay. or just Victorian era of of our planet, like era, like like that, like seven deadly sins. That 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 gets yeah. two out of three. It's, like so it's got the it's the Victorian times, and it's against the establishment because they're all criminals. So there you go. So <laughs> yeah, that's punk. Is is just as Victorian, sure. Okay. I mean, you know, you could argue it all day long. That's why we're here. But you know, yeah, that, you an argument. Argument. I'll sell you an argument. But if we're gonna, if we if we were gonna be a steampunk podcast, we should at least have our own definition of what steampunk was, kind of thing. Yeah. Be something to gauge it with our own, and then argue the nitty gritty bits for forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be fun. You're wrong. No, that's, that's not steampunk. <laughs> and then there, I mean, you could talk about things like, There's... like uh, my uh, aut uh, that automata yep. today. Is that mm -hmm. steampunk? No, it doesn't fit those three, it, two of the three criteria. But it fits in a steampunk uh, a narrative. Mm -hmm. Steampunk is a narrative, right. right? It has to have narrative to have two out of those three things. It's the quirky gadget, and I'm sure they were made in the 1800s. I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> they were also made in the 1600s. But that's okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're, 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 they're simple automatons. Yeah. Honestly, if you look at Steam Power Direct, their whole shtick is they're literally those. They're automatons. A little, more, a little more pizzazzed. So. Right. So and they sing, about, they, they sing about steampunk themes, so yeah. they've got the narrative. But yes. The, the the robot is steampunk appropriate. It fits yes. in that that thing. Um, and then there's there's steampunk adjacent. Like I really like uh, swing music and electro mm -hmm. swing. Yep. But those don't yep. really, in my opinion, don't fit into a steampunk narrative. It's out of period. Yeah. But steampunks like it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, that's that's the reason I'm like steampunk. I like I, li I like new age music with steampunk lyrics. Works very well for me. I want for me steampunk music is not. All right, I'm going to say this. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to piss off a lot of people. Uh -oh. But <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Like, is dead to me. No, that's not quite what I meant to say. It. That's a bad sound. <laughs> It's okay. First you can piss off. off another band. Zach's already pissed off one band. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Mm -mm. The cog is dead. <laughs> like at first, uh, cog is dead. Did not 
fit to me as steampunk. I was listening to him going, what are they singing about this steampunk? Because none of their storylines were steampunk and the music to me didn't feel steampunk. But the longer they've been around, the more I felt like they are in the culture. They've got it down. And so don't they, I know, don't they dress the part? Hmm? I forget. Do they dress the part or is that um, there's another band that I keep getting mixed up with? Go ahead, continue. My, I'll oh, think about it. So, it was just one of those things of like being able to like coming out. It's like I didn't like the cog is dead. Was like going to make people angry, but I I do like them. It's just it took me a while to really see the aesthetic in it because to me it wasn't my steampunk at the time, because I was I was in like the whole if if I wanted steampunk I wanted to be singing about like dystopia or airship pirates or you know that kind of need to be relevant to whatever narrative they were trying to tell one storyline music essentially and it i didn't feel like it was there until later i'm like oh no they're just traveling musicians within the world doing their thing talking about the normal storyline you know the story the stories that which come up to them but none of it was very like they weren't telling a grandiose story about a dystopian future that failed you know miserably so uh, anyway, moving on. Um, before I stick my foot in my mouth even you know, further, I, I you're, dead to me. You're very, uh, <laughs> you're well within your right to say some things are steampunk, and I don't have to like them. Yes, and some things that I yeah. like aren't steampunk, and that's all okay. Uh, if we can make whether it I like your steampunk or I don't, who cares? You do yeah. you. I mean, because right, like I said, the the, the, the Clockwork Cabaret podcast. The, the Clockwork Pop, Cop Cabaret podcast, you know, they, they put out a podcast weekly. It's a weekly podcast for them. Of course, right now they're on a summer break. But every week weekly. they have to come up. Well, <laughs> every week they have to come up with music, you know, and after a while. And they've been doing it for a very, very long time. So after a while, they'll start playing. You know, I think I think last last summer or whatever, they started playing music just saying, OK, we're going to drift away from actual real steampunk music, as we call it or whatever. We're just going to do something because we want to have fun. You know, and they, they started doing like, you know, a, a retrospective of the 50s and the 60s and the 70s kind of thing. Oh, yeah. you know, so, and, but somewhere in there, they threw in, you know, it's steampunk music because we say it's steampunk music. So there, you know, whatever. You know, it's like, they, yeah. they don't care. You know, they don't just, you know, they don't, you know, they were trying to, you know, they're not, they're not saying there's a be all end all of what, you know, to say what steampunk music is. They just play what they like. Steampunk music isn't all 1920s flapper jazz <laughs> stuff. You know, right. have to fit whatever narrative. That's the thing. We've now come up with there is we I'm pretty sure there's an argument that we could make techno steampunk. <laughs> hey, we threw a Tom Petty in a Tom Petty song into a steampunk because yeah. one of their videos is they're just steampunked. You know, it's sort of a post apocalyptic dust punk uh, yeah. video mm -hmm. that I've never seen before, but it was cool. Yeah, unfortunately, I had I've seen it before. And it, they use they use the car anymore. Oh, what's her name? They use they use the they use the car from the Logan's Run TV show. Finally, I recognized it. So. Yeah. Lindsay Sterling. Yes, Lindsay Sterling. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna ask the wife over here too. She did a steampunk uh, music, and actually, I loved her. I yep. found her violin and techno to be very, to me, with steampunk to begin with. I'm like, this is taking like old and new and mixing it into something new and different. And then she does her like steampunk bar fight audio. And uh, like, nope, that's steampunk now. We're good. I'm all yeah, happy. Yeah, I agree. And she's cute. And she's cute as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hurt any. But that's besides the point. 
Hey, I, I can say that now. I'm single, so you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> Ladies, that was anyway. dating steampunk. Is there a steampunk dating site? That there was the question. Hit us up in the comments. <laughs> I've, I've never looked for that. Um, <laughs> there are geek dating sites, but, you know, but anyway, besides the point, um, <laughs> I'm drifting. Oh, so we've gone over our three. We've done the drink thing. What else do we need to do? Do we have a plan? Uh, I, I think we, we might be able to call it call it early today if we want, because um, we've been going over an hour the last few times, and we're mm -hmm. at 45 minutes, well, almost 45 minutes now. So, you know. If we cut it a little short, there's no there's no crime in that. Uh, Any of our viewers, the like, video is awesome. Uh, shout out to Jim Trent, yeah. who is a uh, regular listener. Thanks for coming back. And uh, Rita Menzi Allen, I've been seeing your posts, of course. Thank you for tuning in. I don't think I've seen your it, uh, name before. So if this is your first time, this, that's awesome. Uh, anybody else who might be she listening? She was here last time. She was? Thank you for coming back. Yeah, I think so. Hey, hey, Rita, the Shatter Me video, was that a, was that a Lizzie, was that a Lizzie Sterling? Sterling it was one? Lindsay uh, Sterling and uh, okay. Hailstorm put together, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, I'll have to look that one up. Hailstorm, listen to them all the time. Awesome. And she also did, uh, <laughs> Lindsay Sterling also did one with the pentatonics that was, I guess that we can, yeah, it was good. Anyway, music. <laughs> I'm sorry. We were we were saying hello. We we have at least five viewers now, and we know two of them. Who else is watching us? Hello, guys. Say something before we sign off. Does Jack count as a watcher? Oh, is he? Are you watching us, Jack? I, I am watching us. I do have a off the numbers. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not meant to be bumping the numbers. I just I needed to share it. That's funny. The video, so I shared it. Mike Ryder. Hello, Mike or Mick. Mick Ryder. Hello. No, Mick Ryder. <laughs> Hey, sir. Linavir, hey. Uh, Linavir. Uh, so you should be talking to that guy from about the TV show, right? Linavir? No, that's... that's. Uh, uh, oh, Jenny sorry. Man. My bad. My, yeah, never mind. My... Oh, other music before we get sorry off. Sorry about that. Apparently I'm being told that Days, that? A days and Days Folk Punk Band is good. Days and Days? Uh, I... I'll, I'll, let me post a link here. It's it's D A Y S and D E D A Z E folk. I'll just link it in the in the the comments there. So the wife's like, mention them. Oh, like, all right, we'll do it. <laughs> days and days folk punk band. Okay. Oh, they hey, Jack. Thanks for listening, Jack. I see you're making comments. <laughs> you're welcome. They look like they're out of uh, <laughs> New Orleans, sort of homeless street people. Well, I mean, that's most musicians. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm terrible. I thought that was just the drummers. <laughs> Bass guitarists, man. It's worth that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to listening to these guys. This just sounds interesting. Yep. Let's see. Here. Cool. Yeah, so I guess uh, that should we should probably be wrapping it up now. Um, okay. We'll be back in another two weeks. This is a bi-weekly. Is that bi-weekly? Yeah, bi-weekly. I think I tend to think of Shane Madden. Gavina. Shane Madden slash Gavina. I don't, I don't know them. I'll look them up. I've heard of Govinda's. Uh, that, that I've heard of that band. Um, but there's there's just tons and tons of, of steampunk bands 
you just Google mm-hmm. search for bands, you'll get hundreds. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, always worth taking a look and, and finding ones that you like. You may find ones that you don't like, but that's okay. <laughs> hey Jack, you should probably, I don't know, maybe every so often bring up one of the ones that you've shipped out in your box, you know, a band or so. That's actually a good idea. Um, I do, I do keep at least one or three with me at every time we order them. So I do have a collection that we could actually talk about next week, and uh, or like you said, do it. Like a, so sounds good to me. Newest, All right. <laughs> steampunk music. I think I'm going to have another graphic novel next week, or not next, well, two weeks, next time. And it's actually an all-ages one, and it was pretty good. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. So, yeah, guys, do your homework. We'll come up with some more steampunk stuff in two weeks for you guys because, you know, got it. how else do you do steampunk at home when you can't go anywhere? You know, where you got to read, watch TV, do projects, <laughs> you know, build stuff. You know, if you're if you're out there building if you're out there building something or if you found something, let us know. Yeah, we'll um, leave a comment on Facebook. Um, we're, we're also on YouTube. Yep. We have we have a we have an email address. We have we have an um, email address. which is Texas Steampunk Connection at gmail.com. Um, which you know I know it's a long one, but you know just spell it all out and there it is. Um, yeah, and don't don't be afraid to mention to talk to us during the week. You know, just if you want to say something to us. Talk to us on Facebook. That's where you'll find me. You, know, you can, or that's where I, that's where I find my, most of my messages. And these two are also available if if they're well, if they're not working. They actually have jobs. I am currently furloughed, but I'll be doing. But I'm okay. <laughs> it's like half of America. Um, now. Right. I think uh, that should probably wrap it up then. So right. until next time, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges, guys. Yeah. Good right. night. And good night, guys. Bye.